0: what's going on everybody welcome to the first ever keith Portier performance podcast i'm extremely excited this has been a long time coming uh, i've been wanting to start this podcast i think since may since everything started to pick up and i'm excited for you guys to be tuning in and just learn as much as you possibly can i know one of the main things that helps me learn and has helped me become You know, the trainer I am today is podcasts and just listening, getting people's life story through one episode is absolutely insanity. You can learn so much and there's a million different podcasts out there. Anything you have any interest in, you can learn about. So I'm excited to give you guys my life story and just teach you guys as much as I know and just learn through the process at the same time, just really just pick up on information, and just talk through things that might help me in the future and hopefully help you guys as well so today's episode we're just going to talk a little bit about me about the man behind the camera that you guys see so often but you don't know too much about i want to give you guys insight into who i am and maybe help you guys connect with me a little more i know i have a somewhat relatable story so i'm excited for you guys to hear that i know i know when i posted my story on tiktok it kind of did Some good numbers, it blew up a little bit. But I think there is even more to the story for that. On these podcasts, I'm not trying to talk for hours on hours. I'm trying to get these podcasts in for like 20, 30 minutes. I know a lot of people are probably doing those 20, 30 minute bus, car rides, whatever. Uh, So I want you guys to get as much information out or in as possible in those 20 to 30 minutes. So let's get right into it. The first thing I want to talk about is you know, my path and how I got to be where I am. So I've been content creating since I was 10 or 11. So this is nothing new to me. I've, I've been doing this for a while and I really just learned how to market myself a lot better within the last few years. Um, As far as when I, when I was 10 or 11 or 12 I used to make like episodes of random stuff like me and my friend had like our own little TV show <laughs> it sounds funny but it was actually pretty good I, I thought it was decent um, and then we w- actually moving into when I was 13 14 I started to make basketball videos basketball has always been a passion of mine I've been playing since I was four um, but I really started to make videos I think 13 or 14 I would just go outside, and there was a summer, I think, like I said, I was 14, where I just locked in all summer. I was playing every single day, working extremely hard to get better. Uh, Not necessarily efficiently, I didn't know what the hell I was doing, and if I could go back, I would change a lot, but I was working out every single day. Ended up actually being on Jeremy Lamb's Instagram page. I went to one of his camps, and I was killing like, I was getting buckets. I actually ended up being on his his Instagram page. And then from, so I, I continued to make videos up until my senior year of uh, high school. And I was still hooping junior, senior year. I actually played three years of varsity. Even at my stature, I was like five six in high school. So if all my short guys out there. If you can relate to me, it's a tough go around, bro, but it gets better. Trust me. Just get in the weight room. I promise it'll get better. Just get stronger. Use that strength to fill in for that size. But anyways, yeah, so my, as far as basketball goes in high school, my junior and senior year were my main years. I started both of those years, uh, both, both years, we were a top team in the state and junior year unfortunately i got taken off the team due to bad grades so to say i had tough grades in ap classes my parents weren't really too happy with that and ended up getting taken off the team uh my senior year was great we were number one team in the state uh and then we got to playoffs and we sucked and the chemistry issues bro if you have chemistry issues on your team Do what you can to fix them now. I was stuck in the middle of fighting. Oh, my God. You wouldn't even believe it. But, yeah. And it just ruined our team from the inside out. And it was from beginning to the end of the year. I remember this vividly. If you want, you guys can go hit up my guy, EB Enhancement. He will tell you that I did not talk to anybody the rest of the year the season the basketball season ends in march i did not speak one word i mean it might be a little bit of an exaggeration but i didn't talk to many people from march to june i literally wanted to rip everybody's heads off i just was extremely upset about our first round loss but enough about that um one of the reasons i was really upset was because it made it tough for me to get any looks out of high school. Not only was I short and skinny as hell, I was about 120, I didn't. I wasn't able to get any looks because I didn't have any film from playoffs, which is one of the most important times to get your film out to college coaches. And I was pissed that my opportunity was ruined and ultimately I ended up... You know, reaching out to as many Division three colleges as I could, I ended up getting looks back from like three people, and one of them really gave me an opportunity. They let me know that I might have an impact right away. And I decided, you know, I was going to take that route, and I ended up going to Riviera University for my freshman year. And my freshman year, I started all 25 games. I played, I was the second leading scorer on the team, number one assist man, uh, made all freshman team. It was a solid season and then moving into my sophomore year was a rough summer um, I if you play college basketball if you have ever played college basketball you know what it can do to your mental it's just it's almost like a job bro you' you're on the clock 30 40 plus hours a week and then you couple that with the stresses from academics, From family life, social life, there is just a lot that goes into it, and I was not handling well, and I, my sophomore, well, between freshman and sophomore year, I just decided I was going to take the entire summer off from basketball. Absolutely the stupidest decision I've ever made, and it came back to bite me. So my sophomore year, I was the number one leading scorer on the team. Probably the number one guy. Um, I didn't take care of my body in the summer. I don't think I worked out one time, if I'm being truthful. And like I said, that came back to bite me. Um, Flash forward six games into the season, I pump fake, and I try to drive by a guy, and I hop step and land awkwardly on my knee, end up tearing my ACL MCL broke a few bones, broke my tibia, femur. It was a gruesome sight, and I remember vividly the entire crowd freaking out. It was one of those injuries, those Kevin Ware injuries, and it was just tough. It was it was definitely extremely painful. Um, at the time, I didn't think that it was an ACL injury. I actually just thought it was like a patella dislocation or something. Uh, let's just say my patella was not in the spot it should be and I just thought it was that I thought you know I was gonna rehab and be back within two months and start playing again but uh went to a doctor the next day and ended up finding out I had all of that stuff messed up and ended up getting surgery but one thing I didn't really understand at that time was the importance of load management the importance of recovery proper recovery The importance of micronutrients, eating the right way, and just laying off my body. I thought more was better. And I think that's a common misconception with a lot of Hoopers right now. It's just everybody thinks more is better. Everybody wants to be on the Kobe mentality. But at the end of the day, that's that's not necessarily the best thing for you. You actually find that with more recovery days, I feel like personally I play better. So that's something to just keep in mind. But on top of that, you know, like I said, there's academic stress, uh, stresses from your social life, uh, you know, it's it's tough to manage everything, and that just really got, got to me. And then that summer, I got into lifting and just really focusing on my body, but I wasn't focusing on the right things. I was really, like, same thing, like, when I was 14, 15, I was really focused and really worked hard. But I wasn't doing the right things. I was lifting like a bodybuilder. I was going for hypertrophy and not for, you know, rehab. I was trying to build as much muscle as I could because I thought that was the right thing to do. And it just wasn't. So I put on a lot of weight that summer. I gained over, I want to say, 20 pounds throughout that whole summer. And it wasn't the right type of weight, bro. I was fat. If I'm being 100% honest with you, I was chubby. I was a Pillsbury Doughboy at that time and it did not feel good playing I also didn't I didn't have the luxury of insurance I did have insurance but it was it only covered a certain amount of sessions and I just really didn't know what I was doing unfortunately the athletic trainers at my school didn't know what they were doing as well and it kind of ruined my knee and I dealt with you know problems throughout the rest of my career uh, due to that but so my sophomore or junior year sorry the you know I, I rehabbed myself I got myself back to where I somewhat back to where I wanted to be I felt decent playing um, I didn't feel back to normal I was probably 70% and it's the day before the season um, it's the day before my junior season I'm excited ready to go first practice is the next day I'm like, you know what? I'm going to take some time off. I'll go out. I'm going to relax, maybe at the bar, maybe just go to a party on campus and just chill. So I end up drinking a little bit. We're with the friends. We're with some of my friends, and I go to the party, and one of my teammates gets pushed by this kid, and we had had problems with these guys for a few weeks at this time, and I... I was the captain of the team at the time, so I felt like I needed to step up and really put an end to it. And the first few times it happened, the weeks prior, I was just kind of cordial about it. And I just said, hey, look, man, we don't want no problems with you guys. I'm just here to have a good time. Everybody's here to have a good time. Let's not let's not get crazy. And for a few weeks, it went like that. Uh, We were cool. Everybody's chilling. And then it got a little crazy. So like I said, we were at the party and one of my friends was just chilling. And something happened. I believe he was vaping and the fire alarm went off. And the kid on the other side of the conflict came out of a room and decided to push my friend a few times. And my friend was, he's hes a good dude, strong dude, shorter So, he's, I mean, this this guy who was picking on him was 6'3", 6'4", and my friend's about 5'6", and it was just not something that I wanted to condone. Unfortunately, I got myself too involved, and I punched the guy in the face, ended up breaking my hand, and was out for the entire first two or three weeks of the season. I didn't get any preseason reps, didn't get any... Warm-up really didn't really get my conditioning in order and it was my stats showed it if you go look at my stats I think I averaged four points a game and it was a rough year um, Yeah, I didn't feel good. I didn't feel like myself the entire year after that my shot was so off I broke my right hand and that's my shooting hand. So my shot was terrible. I couldn't hit the rim for shit and unfortunately I put myself in that position. If I could go back now, I would have never did something like that, even if my friend was getting picked on. that It was just something that spur-of-the-moment thing, and I, I wish I could take it back, but I can't. And it helped me learn, honestly. It helped me become a different person. So I ended up deciding that I wanted to transfer schools. I thought I was good enough to play somewhere else anyways, and I just wanted to get a new start, get away from – the school environment I mean people started to turn on me because um, I guess it was unheard of to protect your friend at the time and people started to turn on me so I, was, I just thought you know it's it's time for a new change of scenery ended up transferring to LaSalle University um, so I got there and I was told that I was too short and not good enough to play I was told I was going to be a backup player wouldn't get in the lineup wouldn't even I would just be a practice player so one of the first scrimmages I get in the game and I just start killing I just I mean that sophomore year me came out and I was hooping and I think I dropped like 10 or 15 something something in that range and yeah so I mean my coaches had an eye on me from that point on they still didn't trust in me a hundred percent but they decided to play me a little more Ended up playing, outplaying the the starting point guard and took the spot, started 22 of 26 games. I wasn't necessarily the most confident player, but I was just proud of myself for overcoming that adversity. I was so close to quitting. I was actually told to quit the team and just focus on coaching, and I didn't. I I had a talk with my mom, and I was like, I'm going to push through this, and I ended up playing every single game, so... It was it was definitely a season of obstacles but got through it. Flash forward to now, I started taking training seriously because I knew what it could have done for me and I realized how much I missed out on. I could have been that guy in college but I wasn't. I wasn't the the main guy. I wasn't the number one guy because I didn't take my training as serious as I should have. And I knew what I was doing. In my later years, I knew how to train somewhat. I had some upperclassmen who taught me, but I I I wasn't really necessarily getting the proper workouts in. And then COVID happened. So I had one more year to play if I wanted it. COVID happened and I was going to take it, but I started thinking about all of the mental and emotional stress that comes from a basketball season at the college level, and I just wasn't about it for one more year. That that summer, though, I had went extremely hard. I completely changed my diet, completely changed how I work out. I was doing plyometrics to a T. I actually hopped on... PJF's vert code, and was doing that for a while, and just I saw a whole new side of myself. I got up to about a hundred and seventy-five pounds, and I ended my junior season at one hundred forty-seven. So I gained about twenty-five pounds of lean muscle mass. I was actually big, and felt good. Was moving well, and then got up to school and just decided my heart wasn't in it anymore, and ended up quitting. That's kind of what led me down the path I am now. I went home and started sitting down and really focusing on how I was going to plan out my next year. And starting in January, I started coaching uh, part-time at a middle school and decided that I was going to do the training route. I didn't really have a passion for coaching the way I thought I did. And I decided to go the training route, sat down and really just have been reading books, listening to podcasts, doing everything I possibly can to learn more about how to be a better player. And thankfully, I already had a basis of my IQ. Like I, that was my main skill. I, that's what kept me on the floor being five, seven and 130 pounds against grown ass men. You have to figure out ways to keep yourself on the floor and IQ is one of those ways. It just was a standout skill for me. So thankfully, I, has, I already had that base. And I used it to my advantage as far as the training stuff goes. And it's led to me being able to teach you guys full time and do what I love to do. So saying all of that 20 minute spiel, I wanted to give you guys my why. So I do what I do. Because I want to give everybody the opportunities to be the best possible basketball player they can possibly be and not look back at, like I do, look back at my career and say, I could have did more. I could have been better. There was things I wish I knew back then. I don't want any of you guys to have to deal with that type of pain I'm here to be a resource for you guys to become the best possible basketball players you can be and just be the most efficient players you can be. So I have a background in sports psychology, so I understand the mental side of the game. I understand the confidence side of the game, and I'm feeling very confident in my skills training and sport performance training. I've been diving into training modalities for about two years now and i feel very confident teaching you guys i don't care if it's just one of you guys i want to help anybody possible and just give somebody an opportunity that i never had i never had the guidance i never had somebody teaching me i didn't have the resources to make myself a better player and it's one of my biggest regrets at this point i didn't i didn't feel like i was led down the right path. I was always taught work hard, work hard, work hard, but I was never taught work efficiently, work on the right stuff, and then you will actually start to see that hard work. I got better because I worked extremely hard. I got better because I worked three, four hours a day, but I could have been working one hour a day and still getting the same gains, if not more. So I'd, I don't want you guys to be wasting your time anymore, and I want, I want to take... As many opportunities as possible to teach you guys. I'm posting three, four times a day on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. So there's there's a lot of information out there that I'm giving to you guys, and I just hope you guys follow along. And I hope you en- I hope you enjoy it. At the end of the day, that's that's my goal. So talking about the plan for the next few months, I'm going to continue with this podcast. Hopefully, I mean, I'm not really too worried about the numbers. If it picks up, it picks up. I'm still going to continue to guys. I'm still going to continue it because I want you guys to get to know me. I want you guys to dive deeper in the information that I'm giving you. Uh, you can't get too much information out of a 10 to 30 second video on TikTok or Instagram. I can't teach you very much through that just because there's so many thoughts and ideas and things that go into the stuff that I post. It's not just spur of the moment thing. I don't just go outside and just pick a random thing every day. I actually sit down and really plan out what I want you guys to learn from me. So this podcast will allow for me to get that information out to you in depth and allow you to learn a lot more. As far as other things go, we have a app in the works. I'm working with Coach IQ. We're getting something set up where you guys are going to be able to check out my plans. I'm going to be able to add videos to the plans that I already have. Right now, I have a few plans for sale. I have the all-around plan, uh, which is the most popular plan by far. A lot of you guys like that. A lot of you guys are seeing gains on that, which I love because I mean it's really affecting your entire game all-around. Ball handling, finishing, shooting vertical plan it has an agility plan within that vertical plan as well so mobility work it's everything you really need to get better and be a better player if you want to follow along with this podcast if you're interested in learning please hit that follow button and hit the five star rating that'll just help me get my voice out to many more people just like you and just really allow more people to learn i really appreciate you guys tuning in and sticking through this podcast i know i can ramble sometimes so i appreciate you listening to my craziness but if you are if you have any questions that you're looking to get answered please feel free to dm me on instagram i try to get back to as many people as possible I can't necessarily get back to everybody, but I would love to help out as many people as I can. So shoot me a DM, hit me with a follow. I appreciate you guys. Tune in next time.